Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here's podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter Show from Florida, we've had a bit of a troubling week. Yeah, we'll see the wife and the mother-in-law say town a troglodyte are back home from their hospital stay. And me living rooms, well, put this way, standing room only. Claustrophobics and understatement. Most canned sardines have got more room than I've got, yep. Oh dear, either way, I'm sure you're going to love me always perpendicularly packed show. More so when we take a look at those crazy regular features and callers from around the world too. <laughs> Here at Two Medicine Farm, what's now loosely referred to as Ned Nats Florida Island, we've had another horridly hot week. Yep, it's beyond boiling point here in sunny Florida. Add to that, the air conditioner is already working overtime, trying to cool a room full of hideous things. You know, I think it's all gone too far now. Add to that, overcrowding is only part of the problem. See, the wife Elsie has to live on this weird-looking liquid diet for a while. (laughs) And life without ten square meals a day is making her more than just miserable. She was bad enough before she ate herself into the emergency room. Now she's just plain intolerable. And when I do see her, it's closer to attempting to referee a rabid dog and a ravenous tiger in the same ring. (laughs) On the other hand, though, the mother-in-law, yep, Satana Troglodyte, back from analysis. Yep, they still aren't sure whether they should have been admitted, she should have been admitted to the ER or the veterinary hospital. She's hanging in there too on her own version of a diet. I did say diet, didn't I? Yeah, well, it's like having a regenerated T-Rex the neighbour. I mean, of course, you've heard of a carnivore, but she takes things too far. She's more of an omnivorous, carefree carnivore. Basically, she eats anything that once had or still has a pulse. Sure, she's far from what you'd call fussy. No, not just fussy, just, uh, let's just say, plain predatory most of the time. It's more than a matter of just watching your background here. You've got to keep an eye open, even when you're sleeping. Before I leave the living room, there's another very ugly problem here. Me farm dog, young Clay, the dog version of a motel, yep, for fleas that is, <laughs> has broken into the house a few times this week and left a few of his unwanted guests behind. So now, the humans aren't the only things stuffing themselves silly indoors. You know, the thought of them is making me itch, and that's not just the fleas. <laughs> On the other hand, the wife's best buddy beyond it, that's Beyond It Brandish Washington, or BBW to Friends, yep, another full-time, fully paid-up member of the Feed Me Too movement, and our new hubby, skinny old Frank, the 24-hour plumber, an absolutely obsessed stuffer fan, I still here for a bit longer, and naturally the wife's more than just jealous of Beyond Its Diet. 
Skinny Frank is back and forth to the fast food places like a yo-yo and beyond it seems to really enjoy stuffing her face right under Elsie's nose. It seems to give us some kind of warped sadistic pleasure. Mm, well, I must admit, I'm also guilty on that front. <laughs> anyway, I'm just wondering how long that doctor-ordered strict diet is going to last. I give it another two, uh, maybe three days before she's back to her old habits. Yeah, it usually starts when temptation is put in her way. With Beyond It in the vicinity, temptation is not just in the way, it's everywhere. <laughs> It'll be a few fries first, yeah, then a small sample, then it'll be a bucket. And before long, the old trough will be out again and the ER will be beckoning. You know, I'm doing the best I can to help her. Yeah, that's right, I'm staying out of her way. <laughs> Either way, despite the usual drama that seems to spew out of your farmhouse like a badly written Broadway musical and staying with me regular farmhouse trials and tribulations for a while, if you recall, I gave that part-time job to one of me neighbour old Rush's buddies. Yeah, that's Clarence Kukowski, the 70-year-old short-sighted veteran with a private arsenal of weapons. His only job was supposed to keep people off me cabbages, yeah, particularly those UFO and conspiracy people that have been, you know, plaguing me farm looking for answers. Only after Clarence's hardcore version of self-flagellation, well, <laughs> he shot himself in the foot actually, he's pretty much limited to taking pot shots out of his truck window now. The downside is when he does struggle into an upright position, he doesn't know whether he's shooting with a rifle or a crutch right now. <laughs> yeah, we'll either end up with a blank or we're still the real thing. Oh dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way, and away from the troubles of protecting your property from unwanted visitors and the like, I've got a new little feature on my show this week, and it's called Dolly's Dates. Before you ask, no, fortunately, me daughter, young Dolly, is not dating yet. Either way, when she does finally get into that bad habit, <laughs> I'll be getting me private arsenal organised too. Yeah, actually, added to that, I'd say background checks, urine samples, psychometric tests, and a full DNA research assessment. Yeah, it will be in order, won't it? Oh dear, I digress. Anyway. No, she's not dating, but she's always quoting. So I decided to harness her endless stream of chatter in one direction and have her tell us about a memorable date from the past each week. So here goes. Well, this week, Dolly reminds us that back in 1885... A little gift from the French arrived in New York City. Yep, the Statue of Liberty. Mm. Whilst in 1775, the US Army was formed. An odd combination, Dolly. <laughs> also, she reminds us, though, it's the summer solstice, the first day of summer now. Yeah, OK. And I thought we were already in the midst of an heat wave. Anyway, thanks, Dolly. We'll keep those little dates in mind. <laughs> That course brings me, well, rapidly to someone else who's actually a European import, only she's not what you'd exactly call a gift. 
Oh, no. Or come to think of it, even want as a gift, yeah. Whoever said don't look a gift horse in the mouth, eh? Mm, to be honest, I think they'd never heard of the word liability. Mm, that's right. Naturally or even unnaturally, I've got me almost antique. 95-year-old mother, old Nan, right here on the front. <laughs> on the other hand, though, Nan's best gambling drinking buddy. That's Toshiko Suzuki. Yep, she's me lawyer brother and black sheep of family Nelson that as wife and Beverly Hills sex herb is highness now 103 year old grandmother. Yep, another one asks his best man. Anyway, as you know, we both love to smoke, drink and gamble. Well, last week both Nan and Toshiko took home winners in the Belmont Stakes and Nan reckons me lucky three-time lightning strike survivor. That's pet big old bill yep handed them that guaranteed win trouble is that's not the only race of the year is it and nan's obsessed with bill staying indoors she's got him sitting at her feet night and day as she scours the racing and betting odds occasionally she nudges him with her foot and calls out a horse you know i think bill just grunts to shut the old crow up <laughs> either way he enjoys the cooler house but doesn't like the company <laughs> well, come to think of it, neither do I. <laughs> One thing's for sure, though, me farm dog, Clay, hates the idea of Bill being indoors when he's stuck outside. So when me pet big has to go outdoors, one of those special reasons, yeah, there's always a fight. Unfortunately, me vicious dog always loses out, though, yeah. After all, Bill has got old Nan on his side and a heavy metal walking stick, too. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares like me rather bizarre moaning old mother and a gambling obsession. I'm still having these really weird dreams. Oh yeah, they return with a vengeance like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always arrive when I'm having a nice nap. Never in bed. This time, though, I'd settled down outside on the porch. It seemed safer. Yep, it was still 80 degrees after dark, you know, so I dozed off pretty quick, and the thoughts of the ugly indoors were infesting me mind. In what was immediately a nasty nightmare, too. Yeah, see, I headed into my living room, and there in the sofa were three of the largest fleas imaginable. <laughs> I mean, about £300 each, easy, yeah. They were sitting there, holding bags of blood plasma and sipping it through colourful pink straws. Oh dear. <laughs> but when I looked down towards the floor, miniature versions, yep, unbelievable indeed, that's right, mini versions of Elsie the wife, Satana the mother-in-law, and beyond it, were sitting in amongst the carpet, trying to bite me ankles. Ooh, I woke with a start, yeah, I, I couldn't think of anything more unpleasant. Naturally, I looked down at me feet and discovered the source of me added discomfort. Yeah. A handful of fire ants were upset that I'd taken up space on their porch. <laughs> oh dear, nothing sacred around here anymore. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. On the other hand, and still on the subject of bad dreams, you know, me scruffy fireman ding-dang spent last week trying to cover up for me generally absent, corrupt relative Skipnarrow. 
I just don't know how he managed to con Ding Dang that well. See, he told him he developed a sudden, life-threatening allergy to collards. <laughs> and of course, Ding Dang had to take care of them. <laughs> you know, I can't believe that he hasn't actually worked out what Skip's really allergic to by now. Yep, manual labour. <laughs> But despite the drama of acting stupid when he already is, I've still got that unforgettable little feature on my show, so is Ding Dang's sudden quote. He's as worthless as gum on a boot heel. <laughs> Ding Dang's not impressed with Skip. Well, to be honest, nobody ever is. When he's not conning, stealing or shirking, he makes excuses. Trouble is, Ding Dang's the only person who buys up his BS wholesale. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Well, next up, I've got Ned's sagacious moment for you. I might not be a serious old sage, but I've got time to think, and I like the idea of sharing my thoughts with you, me lovely listeners. So moving on from farm life in general for a minute, I've spent a few hours this week questioning the future of farming. Yeah. Although it's a pretty general subject, I decided to stay away from all the outlandish ideas and buzzwords of our time and concentrate on a few home truths. Mm. First up, in the West, they're watering grass in gated communities rather than using it for agriculture. Second, in a few growing farms, there's nobody around to pick the produce and keep down the weeds. Oh, I wonder why. And third, agriculture, the basic and important industry that feeds us all, is always way down the agenda when it really needs more help than ever to survive. And you know, for me, it's a big oh dear all round. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me blind neighbour, old Lonnie and nudist swinger old Fred's home is still the oddest venue in North Florida for that swingers party every Saturday night. It's called, do you know Fred? Sometimes, you know, I wish I did. <laughs> it's the same thing every week. Bring a bottle, bring your wife or girlfriend and a potluck dish for that free-flowing buffet. Fred mingles with the swingers, that's his little potluck part of the experience, and old Lonnie just eats the free food and dodges the guests. Which this week included one of his absolute favourites, spicy Cajun wrap. (laughs) Oh dear. Uh, I don't want to even dwell on that one. (laughs) So when Saturday finally rolled around, Fred told me this week's theme was the pony and trap party. Fred hopes to attract a mixed bunch of swingers, all right. And this week, Fred was overrun with ponies, whips, crops, and other horsey accessories. Yep, the odd thing is Fred. Oh, yeah, I know you already knew that. I meant to say he reckoned there wasn't a single trap in sight. Oh, dear. I'm glad he thinks his outlandish parties aren't a trap. <laughs> yep, I'm far from a pretty sight either. Anyway, I don't know. Pretty fast, too. 
Well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. Me 95-year-old mother, old Nan, the miserable old crew herself, has a little feature on me show. Yeah, old Nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. <laughs> this time, old Nan remembers another of our long-lost relatives. Long lost for good reason, I can tell you. We've got far too many hideous relatives. Anyway, it was a memory about me. Uncle Larry the Lorena Death. <laughs> yep, with a name like Death, you can already see disaster on the horizon. <laughs> right now, let's have a look. Oh dear, see, you know, Death's old nan's maiden name. They say Diaf to make it sound better, but I always call him the Deaths, make it nice and clear up front for you. So back to Uncle Larry the Lorena Death another member of the highly odd death family only this time there's a weird little story connected with old larry yeah he was a typical member of the death family mostly blind drunk and often pretty stupid with it <laughs> see a lorena is a person who makes the parts for horse tack you know stirrups bridles bits reins and yep probably appeal to old fred right there anyway once a trusted profession it was that was until a death got hold of it larry was far from what you call a perfectionist his work was shoddy and because he was always stopping to drink important details got missed disaster finally struck when a horse racing stable used larry's handiwork for one of the most important races of the year the irony story is that the horse Came in first, yeah, first. But as a result of Larry's sloppy work, the jockey came in last. Oh, oh dear. Another dubious death to cross off that endless list. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely tiny old music means it's time again for me book reviews. Yep, I get me hands on a few and I feature them right here on me show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composty. Sometimes if it's really bad, you have to burn it. <laughs> Middle of road books go in me giveaway charity box and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on me farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> Okay then, well this week I end up with just one book and it's called Unwanted House Guests and then after that in little brackets it says and how to deal with them. <laughs> written by a guy called Eviction II. <laughs> you know, it's an interesting book, particularly if you're at your wits end with unwanted guests and family clogging up your home. And I should know, yeah. I know, but I didn't have the answer, see. Anyway, this book goes a long way to helping anyone in me position. Yeah, the first chapter outlines the kind of unwanted guests you get. Well, first up, you got the hanger on, someone that told you they planned to stay for the weekend, and it's still there five years later. Mm. Then you've got the elderly relative, who is otherwise homeless. Mm. I'm born them, yeah. Then you've got the wife's friends, yeah. You can just never take a hint. Mm. Kind of sum things up here too, I must say. Anyway, I had a look through and the author does come up with a few great ideas. I like the idea of booking them on a special holiday the most. Yep, a modern version of the Titanic sounds just a bit far-fetched though. <laughs> but, you know, it gave me some hope. And of course, there's getting the house condemned so you can literally... Uh, 
forced him to leave. Yeah, not bad at all. Fumigation sounded just great. Only, you know, they might return afterwards. And of course, finally, fire is a sure thing, it says. Yeah, but that make me homeless too. <laughs> oh dear. You know, I decided to keep this one on my farm library shelf. Well, I think I'll revisit it on a quiet evening. Yeah, in the hope of finding a better solution in there somewhere. <laughs> Well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. I got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yeah, me anomalies from around the world feature. This time we're visiting India. And you'll be glad to hear it's not another tasteless, distasteful, rotten foodie one either. Nope. So back to India and the Barney Festival. Yeah. And the Festival of Demons, they call it. Yeah, here the attendees actually thrash each other with bamboo sticks as part of the celebrations. <laughs> It's supposed to be about religious dedication and not simple violence, though. Yeah. A triumph over good, or is it a triumph of good over evil, they say. (laughs) On the other hand, it might be just a great time to get some revenge on someone you really don't like (laughs) and disguise it as part of your religious devotion. Oh, dear. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm on his rambling estate. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years... Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. <laughs> Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. Just good old-fashioned manners. So how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Nenat Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings Oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. (laughs) First up though, here's his latest voicemail message. You have messages. Well, hello, Ned. This is Nigel Ponce calling you from England. Yes, the nasty old gout is getting a lot better, but I still can't get around too well. Brother Buck said that something we need urgently here on the estate is spending. Hmm, it does sound absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, Ed, can you tell me what on earth he's talking about as I haven't a clue? All I want to know is whether he's spending his money or using mine. As yet again, he's really lost me on this one. So perhaps, Ned, you could give me a call back, old chap, and let me know. Thank you so much. You know, I just love the way he introduces himself on me voicemail. As if I actually know someone else who sounds just like him. (laughs) Anyway, let me translate a few, Nigel. (laughs) This time Buck's using the word spendy 
course you think Buck's deliberately confusing you. Well, it's a weird expression away, yeah, but totally different from what you'd imagine. See, it's actually an expression that comes from Oregon, yeah, and it means that something is expensive. <laughs> you know, Nigel, I think Buck's getting close to an unnecessary expense too, you know. <laughs> and if he's spending your cash, I'd keep a very close eye on him. Either way, I hope that makes some kind of sense to you. Add to that, we're glad to hear your health is on the mend. <laughs> this is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I email every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. I head over to me and constant little content neighbour old Rush's Stonewall Jackson Farm again this week to listen to a lot of hot air and gas. Yep, he's the guy with about the same size carbon footprint as your average coal mine. That's <laughs> that, it's all in snippet size instalments. Yep, with a weak bladder, Rush is always rushing off. Poor old mucker. <laughs> Rush hasn't been recalling this week. He's still complaining, of course, yeah, about life as a one-armed bandit. After all, he'd never expected to be actually shot by a fellow Republican. Add to that, and no matter how much he tries, his arm is one thing he can't blame on the Democrats, and that's giving Rush more pain than his slow healing flesh wound. <laughs> Either way, he soon excused himself again with that standard statement. That's right, his great excuse to bail on me early. Mind you, it did stop him complaining. Gotta go. Oh dear, Rush has always got to go and flush. <laughs> this is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me lovely neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit down. <laughs> Young Alice was in happy mood this week, yeah, and when I arrived she had her balls out too. She loves to use her crystal balls to predict the future. As always, Alice was anxious to see into me prospects. <laughs> the odd thing is though, everything is apparently as clear as day until she consults them about me. Oh dear. They have this odd habit of getting all misty. You know. I reckon those crystals, you know, are working well after all. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with them at all. That smoky old view is like looking right inside me farmhouse at midday. Hmm. After all, me mother is already halfway through a second pack of cigarettes by then. <laughs> you know, it's a combination of predictions, really. You know, the old crystals are showing me the present and, unfortunately, me future too. <laughs> On the other hand, Alice reminded me of how we should all take more notes than one as a nature and baffled me again with a really bizarre statement right out of the blue. The Japanese flying squid can propel itself out of the water into the air and travel at about 36 feet a second. Yeah, oh, very clever. It uses a squid version of jet propulsion to get away from its predators or just hop out of the ocean for a faster trip somewhere. Yep, about five times faster than swimming underwater for sure. Anyway, as always, Alice's coffee, cake and company was reliably nice. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, 
Well, we lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, my listeners. Yep, I got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. <laughs> well, this week I got a last-minute call from Sally in San Francisco. Yeah, she called me to chat about this really odd story. Yep, in her own city, a license has been granted to allow driverless taxis to operate and now charge for rides. <laughs> oh dear. Right now, they can only operate at night on quieter streets until they're fully evaluated. <laughs> it's really going to bring new meaning to the whole taxi experience, isn't it? Yeah. For one, there's no need for banal conversation. Well, yeah, there's nobody there but you. And I guess the same applies to road rage too. Who do you direct your anger at, eh? Yep, there's no driver to abuse right back. <laughs> I suppose the only thing you can do is ram the thing. <laughs> The second item comes from Tomoko in Tokyo, and she's called me about another scientific anomaly. Yep, Japanese scientists have developed a way of covering robotic fingers with real lab-created human skin. Oh, it makes them little robots more lifelike, see, yeah. More so because the skin flexes naturally. They even reckon they've got the skin repairing itself if it gets cut or damaged. <laughs> or whatever next. Today, a finger. Tomorrow, an entire body, eh? You know me, mine's wandering <laughs> with the possibilities right there, so uh, I won't be sharing my thoughts for now, eh? <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. The dubious Command Agent 50% is lining me up with a new ad this week, and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> oh dear, well, I think I'll have to world me agent on this one. It sounds like another oddity to me for sure. Anyway, here it goes. Here at Bring Home the Beach Inc. doing business as wet and sandy enterprises, we've got our special offer right now. Just go to our website today at bringhomethebeach.com and find our latest offerings at bargain prices. That's right, we keep it real here. Do you live miles away from a beach and never get the chance to visit? Well, you'll find our complete home beach kit the answer and better still, we deliver it right to your door. We've got all shapes and sizes too. Right from our simple economy beach with a life-size inflatable condo looming over it. Yep, to make you feel that you're really in Florida there. Right up to our monster oceanfront special with our patented state-of-the-art wave maker. Mm, But wait, that's not all. Our national sales manager, seasoned beachcomber junior, (laughs) has a special offer and just for Ned Nut Show listeners. Yep, with every purchase this week only, he'll send you a free sample of our authentic dead crab weed and shells collection. <laughs> and he'd even throw in a bag of assorted plastic waste, so you really feel right at home. And you can't be a deal like that, can you? So, visit us today and remember our motto. Don't just make waves, bring home the beach. <laughs> You know, I really wasn't expecting that one at all. (laughs) We're pretty close to the beach here, but I'm always too busy taking care of things on the farm. Yep, right now, a.k.a. hell. Yep, they say things can only get better. 
Trouble is, I don't know who they are. On the other hand, you know, I think I'll oh, bear that ad in mind, you know. Only reverse it, yeah. I'll take me home to the beach, yeah. Yep, and leave it there. Sooner or later, nature will do wonders and bring in a nice high tide. Yeah, that's right. Problem solved. Oh dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. And whichever way you dice it, me show is unpasteurized and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies. And on that note, we better go. So until next time, remember, farms are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednatter.com. Yep, they're all safe use podcasts too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always greener on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs> The Ned Natter Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.